Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. of last place of the first overall pick to the Arizona Coyotes, at least. That's how I would like to look at it tonight. Thank you all for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes postgame show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Craig Morgan and Steve Peters. You know, we gave him the night off. He didn't need to watch another 6-2 to two Coyotes lost the third ish. He's one. been working hard lately. Yeah, he's been working hard. We had already seen a six to two and a six to three loss this season. What's <laughs> another one? There's 82 games in a season. So, uh, but Craig, this one was ugly tonight. Mama said there'd be days like this. <laughs> mm. That's all you got. This one there'd was be days over. Like this, Mama said. This one, <laughs> <laughs> this one was over fast. Yep. <laughs> I feel badly for Connor Ingram. Oh. His uh, Coyotes debut did not get off to a well. It definitely didn't get off to a good start. Uh, I didn't think they gave him much help. I mm-hmm. thought he could have had the second goal that Cole Caulfield shot. It wasn't a very good shot, to be honest. Um, but the Coyotes hung him out to dry, and like I said, this game was over a minute fifty-eight in. in. Yeah, a minute fifty-eight in. The Nick Ritchie turnover led to that first Canadians goal, and then there was another. Canadians goal just a Papa couple turnover, minutes later. Clayton Keller turnover. Papa turnover. And then again, the third goal was it an was odd an rush. odd man rush after a mistake in the defenses, the Coyotes defensive zone or the Coyotes offensive zone, excuse me. Yep. So yeah, it just felt it felt like that it felt like Pittsburgh all over again, sort yeah. of, where they you're just getting you outscored that, in the first. Yeah, you were saying that at the, the start again, right? Uh somebody in our comments was saying if this team ever figures out how to start on time, they might be able to steal some games yeah, well they didn't court. start on time in pittsburgh they didn't start on time in boston they always start on time in toronto um always they didn't start on time tonight so one in three and taking a look around the nhl some other teams are climbing so well the sharks know. won tonight which roaring Fork pointed out which is it's so funny how last year it was all about montreal and seattle and now like the sharks are really in the mix so the sharks won great night for the tank great night for as Roaring Fork said, shit the bedard. If you're not on board with our season hashtag, then you can use your own. That's fine. Um, but yeah, just b- Toronto felt like a fever dream. It was 
Seriously. We didn't get that at all. Is this real? Is this real life or is this fantasy? Uh, I felt like it literally felt like a wheel of fantasy night, and now we're back to reality. Um, So it was a tough night, but we're in it together. Pack therapy. Thank you all for tuning in. If you're with us live right now, please like this YouTube video, um, or if you're watching later, it means a lot to us. Let's start with tonight by the numbers. Let's just get the ugly parts over with in the start. What do you say? Well, I will say the Coyotes, once again, they kind of held their own in the shots looking at this because 30 to 27. However, I would like to note the Coyotes had their first shot on goal of the game, 12 minutes and 11 seconds in, and then only had three shots on goal in the first minute of the second. So forgetting about the lack of defense, getting all those goals against to start the game. They also had no offensive opportunities. It felt like they started to turn it on at the end of the second and the end of the third, but you can't just be on for spurts. No, and that I mean, there, I know people hate this term. I hate this term. Uh, Dave Tippett used to call it Corsky instead of Corsi, but that's called Corsi close, right? A team's sitting on a lead. They're going to sit back. They're not going to be as aggressive. That's why the Coyotes are getting more shots and generating more offense. Yeah. So don't. Don't mistake that for, oh, they found their legs and they were far more competitive. Nah, that's not really what happened. The game was over. So Montreal sat back a little yeah. bit. And I know those shots look even, but if you look at the blocks, the Coyotes had 27 blocks to the Montreal Canadiens 13. So uh, shout out to the, the guys putting their bodies on the line um, to not have as many shots get on net, even though, you know. Is that more blocks than Connor Ingram had saves tonight? Just just asking, to, not trying to say anything. But. Um... Be. What was the block number? 26? Yeah. Yeah. More blocks than saves. Connor Ingram had 24 saves on 29 shots. So <laughs> bummer for Connor Ingram because, yeah, just bummer for him, I guess. That's all I really have to say. You're right about what you said. They did leave him out to dry a little bit, but not. It's hard to get your confidence back when that's how your night starts in the first few minutes. Yeah, you like to, as a goaltender, you like to get a feel for the puck. You like to have a couple of just simple saves just to get a sense, a feel for the puck, like I said. It gets you into the game. You don't want to have grade A scoring chances right off the hop, and that's what happened. Uh, Like that first goal, just a crazy play, just poor defending in the defensive zone, and then the puck was pinballing around. I don't fault him for that. Again, I thought he could have had the Cole Caulfield one, but that was another turnover high in the defensive zone so it happens really fast and then the the third goal what a shot by brendan gallagher oh my god unbelievable so then you're in a 3-0 hole and it's and then it just feels like um it feels even more like a mental hurdle that you can't come sure coaches always say you're chasing the game at that point but with the coyotes it you can't feels like you're chasing you can't put yourself four time zones away you can't put yourself in that position um when you're a team with the talent that the coyotes have i will say i know the coyotes didn't capitalize on the power play coming into this game they had the third, the third ranked penal- power play in the National Hockey League coming into. The you know why they didn't capitalize on the power play tonight? Why? Because I want to write about the power play. So and the- they said, "Oh, now let let's me go just- stone cold yeah. for the rest of this road trip, so that Craig doesn't have a story." <laughs> exactly. That, that's it. No, it's so true. It, yeah, they didn't. They didn't capitalize tonight, but we did, did see a few good looks, including that power play in the third period where the puck hit the crossbar, hit. The, yeah. the post and then slid the slow motion. You saw Valimaki, who almost had a oh goal there. Oh my yeah. God. It was unbelievable. It was an unbelievable um, power play effort. Got way, Sean has just yeah, left Sean the room. literally He's just like walked out. Producer bailed too. Don't worry. So. About, yeah, don't worry about it. Um, but we saw, um, and but on the flip side of the power play, we also saw a really bad thing happen on the power play, which was Clayton Keller 
turning the puck turning over. the puck over, mm-hmm. causing a Montreal Canadiens breakaway, and then trying to recover it, tripping Suzuki in the process, drawing a um, penalty shot. I literally just could not think of what that was right. called for a second, and the penalty shot was good. So, can we talk about how good that penalty shot was, though? That's, I mean. We saw a lot of we skill see shootouts tonight. like like I, I think like Patrick Kane when I think of shootouts where he like slows it to a glacial pace, but he's actually moving forward. Yeah. So technically he's still allowed to do it. But what Nick Suzuki did on that play, he, he didn't slow it down completely to be able to pull the puck across and then just like flip it over the goalie's glove. I, I know that looks simple. It's not easy at all. That was an incredible goal. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Maybe we'll see some goals like that here someday. Maybe someday. Yeah, and that's maybe. the thing about Montreal. Like, it, I know that they... This is vodka, by the way. Oh, yeah. So. I, we need it. Um, I, I know they came in last last season and drafted first overall, but they do have some young, skilled players on this team. Mm-hmm. And we actually... It was kind of cool to see Uri Slavkovsky get his first NHL goal tonight, I will say. Um, because in the in the building he was drafted in first overall, Craig and I of course were there. Coyotes, the, ah, memories. The Coyotes could have had that pick if only they hadn't won the last few games of the last season. But yeah, we'll see about Logan Cooley. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I'm not. That is not an indictment of Logan Cooley. Yeah, Sokowski scored is. Trust me. Who knows? In a few yeah. years, we might be saying, oh, my God, Logan Cooley, what a steal. That's what I'm hoping we're saying. But, alas, um, it was cool to see him get his Yeah, and then chirp Josh Brown, who took a run at him before that. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway. lots, lots of things happen. He's I pro- a big kid, though. I mean. Huge, yeah. Yeah. I, I promise there's going to be more positives that we're going to talk about. It's not I am confident in saying that had the Coyotes had the number one pick, they also would have taken Slepkowski. You are? Yeah. yeah absolutely positive yeah that but number one maybe you don't want Slavkovsky yet so maybe you don't exactly um so we're we're happy this is this is what people wanted and people in the chat and people in our members only discord earlier were being realistic about you know it's time to get the tank back toronto yeah. was fun we'll take our moral victories where we can get them along the line um but let's not be so negative tonight craig let's talk about some of the positives okay um, and I think we should crown our DraftKings king of the game, which we actually went back all game. We were thinking, oh, my God, <laughs> who are we going to give it to? Right. Thank goodness. Three candidates emerged from the, the flames. <laughs> Do you want to put the, the runners up first? Um, we and thought the, about and the runners up <laughs> Lawson Krauss with his two assists. Mm-hmm. The other runner up. <laughs> Travis Boyd with one goal and one assist. But. We have decided to crown J.J. Mosier tonight's DraftKings King of the Game. He had the goal. He had three shots on goal, and he led the entire team in time on ice tonight with 20 tweets. 20, <laughs> wow. 20 tweets? <laughs> I am struggling just as much as the guy who said 22-30 time on ice tonight. We've seen a lot of good stuff from J.J. Mosier. Has he had a point in every single Coyotes game this season? He's a point-per-game guy right now. We didn't even know. I didn't even know who he was before last season. Yeah. Genuinely. I mean, a little bit older, so he was able to adapt, you know, to the NHL, and he played in a man's league. But they they liked, obviously, what they saw of him over there. Um, Their Central European scouting is really good, by the way. They keep finding players. Um. But in camp, I remember, and I think I've said this on the show already, so I apologize if I'm repeating myself, but in camp, I had a couple people, and and I'm not going to name them because I don't want, you know, it's conversations you have, but I had a couple people within the organization come up to me and say, J.J. Mosier is the best defenseman on this team right now. 
which is quite a statement That's when you consider who else is here. He's a complete player. He's looking really good. I love this pick. Uh, I, you know, again, we'll see how he develops as time goes along here. But this is just such an under the radar pick when they made it, and he's really panned out quickly. Yeah. It's, it's hard to transition to the NHL from an especially another league. as a defenseman. Yeah, it's. I think it's the hardest position in the game. And yeah, JJ Mosier's been terrific. Yeah, unbelievable. So we we had to give it to JJ just because of all the things Craig just mentioned. But I do want to mention Travis Boyd because he did have um, the goal and the assist, and he also had uh, three shots on goal as well. So good night for Travis Boyd in the end, um, and, so, and including some shots that they weren't just, you know, soft shots. They actually were, you know, solid shots on goal. So it w- I'm glad that a few people made their cases tonight, yeah, Craig, because I was like, getting a little concerned there. I know it was hard to rely on Travis Boyd given his career arc, right? I know he had a career high in – and goals and points last season. But with Nick Schmaltz out six to eight weeks, they got to find some avenues for offense. And again, I know this team isn't going to win that much, but you're going to have to have guys like Travis Boyd step up. Matias Michelli, another guy who we were talking about tonight, who just continues to impress with plays that he makes, especially in small spaces. I'm, I'm really impressed with what Matias Michelli is doing so far. They need guys like that to produce yeah, some and, offense. And they need offense because they're – getting six goals against every single night that too so if you're gonna you know have bad defense or bad goaltending you need to make up for it with great offense and it's not really a category the Coyotes have um, Clayton Keller has had you know a few looks here and there obviously he's probably still shaking off some of the rust from right. um, his injury and long recovery um, I mean, although we have seen him you know on the score sheet this season so that's not so bad but um, yeah they they need offense so you can't depend on guys like Travis Boyd and JJ tough, Mosier right? even yeah, to, tough, to lead you through that. Um, such is the state of things. Here. Such, is, such is the state of things. But congrats to JJ Mosier for being king of the game. I'm sure it won't be the last time. Um, not only were we sweating out who the king of the game would be, we had the <laughs> game on in the center TV and on both TVs on the left and right. We had the Arizona Cardinals game Thursday night football one which is the regular feed, and then one, what's it called, the StatCast? Yeah, the Arizona, or the, geez, the Amazon Prime cast or yeah. something like that. Yeah, so know. we had it all going on, and we were sweating that one too because it was a tough start for the Cardinals. I was pissed because <laughs> if you were watching Thursday Night Football along with the Coyotes game, you might have seen the Cardinals miss the field goal for the extra point on the touchdown, and I needed the Cardinals to go up by seven so I could win my bet because DraftKings had a promotion going on tonight that if your team was up by seven at any point and you bet the money line, you'd win your bet. And I had the Cardinals money line and they missed it. And I said, oh my God, like I'm going to lose this. They're, they're going to lose. And then they, you know, they came back and um, passed the New Orleans Saints. So I won that bet. But there's plenty of great options like that on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I have a few bets in tonight. They have promotions going on all the time. Today's the sports equinox, Craig. All the major know, sports. Cool. Plus the PGA, I always love this time plus the MLS, yeah. yeah, unbelievable! Like it literally doesn't get better. They had they had special parlays for that, like just unbelievable promotions. So check out DraftKings if you're either a new customer or an existing customer. Check it out. But if you're new and you you know you want to know what's up, make any make a bet on any NBA money line five dollar bet and get two hundred dollars if your team wins. You can also boost your winnings up to one hundred percent with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. It's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the promo code PHNX. That's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 
Minimum agent eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Is there a bet where you could bet on Andy Dalton throwing back-to-back pick sixes? Because <laughs> no, but there should have been tonight. Just saying. I also need to say, for those who will get this, Andy Dalton and the Montreal Canadiens mascot look the same. <laughs> just if you don't know, what I'm, just Google. We did have a side by side. Just for Google a both, there. please. I promise you, just Google both. It's amazing. Um, another thing I want to talk about tonight. Did Zach Cassian come back into the game? You know, I didn't even pay attention. I'm sorry. I, sorry I don't even think sorry I did either. I Chat, if somebody knows, let us know. I'm so sorry. There's a lot Check going the minutes. On. Check the, the ship chart. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he had a fight early in the first period with the person they call Wi-Fi. He ended with nine minutes and 52 seconds on ice. So I'm going to... Well... Yeah, that's eh. not much below his average. Yeah, he looked a little bit shaken up, yeah, uh, looked at his hand, a little concerning about that. Wasn't necessarily the best fight we've ever seen, um, but at least, you know, again, the the fact that the players are putting their body on the line. We talked about the block shots. We, ta- we saw Liam O'Brien drop the gloves the other night. Just, you know, to see that emotion, that's what you're looking for. Um, you're looking just for that competitive edge from a team that otherwise – maybe lacking a little bit of skill yeah it didn't really <laughs> jump start them i guess but i mean again, an attempt was made yeah an attempt was made yes give them points for that check yeah. that box yeah check that box but swinging back over to the positive a player that craig and i really want to talk about tonight is matthias michelli because before any goals were scored and we were thinking who the heck's the king matthias michelli was noticeable on the ice tonight um amazing passes Shot. He was just noticeable on the ice. One of the things that he worked on down in Tucson a lot, and you, and you have to work on this when you come over from the European leagues, is operating in tight spaces. But he excelled so quickly in, in those situations. And you saw there was a play tonight where he had the puck along the along the boards, down, down below the goal line, and he pivoted to lose the def- defender, held onto the puck, made a play where he threw a backhand pass in front of the net, a centering pass for a great scoring chance. Those are plays that we're seeing from him consistently when he's in this lineup. He obviously has been in this lineup all season, and he was at the end of last season. But I'm really impressed with Matias Michelli, in particular when the puck's on his stick. He is able to hold on to it. He is able to make plays in difficult situations, like I said, out of tight spots, and he's able to make high-end plays I wondered about him when they decided to keep him because I see some other areas of his game that maybe need some refinement, but he's really impressing me. And and like we were saying earlier, they need guys that can provide some kind of offense. Yeah. And and really, that's why he made this roster and they decided to let Alex Chase on go. They thought that second line needed a little more uh, offense and Matias yeah. Michelli is providing at least and, some opportunities. And some showing chances. some skill as yeah. well because there's... You know, there's people who can provide offense, but it's rare to have, I feel like, to have that offense and skill, you know, meet together. So it'll be exciting once hopefully here in a little bit we can see him start to find the back of the net because he just is really noticeable on the ice. Um, So that's been great to see. I know I also mentioned Clayton Keller earlier. He did have an assist on um, on the second goal, on the Boyd goal. So he actually is continuing. He now has a four-game point streak versus the Montreal Canadiens. Mm. Well, fun nugget. Are you there? Um, Craig, is there anything else from this game in particular you want to mention? Or How about nothing? 
nothing can we, can we move on to yeah we can literally topics? move on and by the way thank you to those in the chat who pointed out that cassian played a couple uh shifts in the third period so yeah. we, there's but not only do we have thursday night football on and the coyotes but the uh phoenix rising head coach is in our studio like i'm yeah, literally cool. looking at we got him a little too loud in front of him yeah so. we were johnny venerable screaming when the cardinals <laughs> scored <laughs> a touchdown he may be the nicest man on the planet literally yeah. walked in and, and shook hands with every single person and there's a lot of people here tonight which has been a lot of fun mm-hmm. um but um yeah let's move on from this game <laughs> i think Please. i think we've had enough um hopefully the opening game at mullet arena will be a little bit more exciting craig i think hopefully the team will be energized by that intimate crowd we're going to be at the game i know a lot of our listeners here have season tickets and are planning to go but i also know that a lot of people don't have the opportunity to go i also know people struggle to find where to watch coyotes games these days so we're actually going to have an event for you next friday for the arizona coyotes home opener versus the winnipeg jets the official phnx tailgate and watch party we will have a tailgate before the game. So for those of you who are going to the game, you can come out at 4.30. Mullet Arena is a six-minute drive from Four Peaks. I've you, done, actually I've done the wow. drive twice. Um, it's like you could actually even walk if you gave yourself enough time, which might even be a little bit easier sometimes. Um, it's beautiful. So yeah, too, so, the, I think yeah. the game starts starts and start till 7 or 7.30. So come down at 4.30, hang out with us before the game, and then head on over to the game. For those of you who are not going to the game, it's going to be on a 20-foot projector screen at Four Peaks, which Craig and I have both been there um, for the a- for an ASU football game. It's an unbelievable viewing experience. So if you want to watch the Coyotes game, watch see Mullet Arena on TV for the first time on local TV because I don't even think – AFC games are on TV. They're just streaming, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to see, and it's an ESPN game, so it's it's going to be a, a big event. Um, so come on down, watch it with fellow Coyotes fans. We'll have giveaways, $3 beer specials. It's a free event. You don't need a ticket. Just come out, hang out, Four Peaks, next Friday, October 28th at 4.30. You don't have to be 21 to come to the watch party. You just have to be 21 to drink and enjoy responsibly. Craig, pulled out the pumpkin porter like in the first period i think it was one of those yeah nights. after it was three nothing i decided i'd start drinking yeah and it was the last pumpkin porter because i went to go look for one in the third period and there were none in there oh my goodness. i don't feel badly about this I, is, is that what you're trying to get from me? Uh, maybe but i can't blame you for not feeling bad oh my goodness we, need, we definitely need to replenish the beer stock so. we do yeah we do we do that we do have more beer in the kitchen that we need to put in the fridge yeah i i I don't want to say settled because it's definitely not settling, but I opted for a golden lager. Yeah, instead. that's always an amazing yeah, choice. Cool. An amazing choice. Um, well, we promised that we would discuss this and we are going to. And I already know it's going to get heated because we've already disagreed over text many times today. <laughs> We're going to talk about the reverse retro jerseys that the NHL dropped today. There's been a lot of opinions online both about the Coyotes one and the ones around the league. So we've kind of honed in on some maybe that we love, maybe that we don't love, maybe that we disagree on loving or don't loving. Before we do that, let's think and talk about the Arizona Coyotes reverse retro jersey. Um, We will be seeing that six times this season um, in action. Craig, what are your thoughts on the Arizona Coyotes reverse record? It's not as orange as it looks here, first of all. And I know that was confusing some people. It's more of a sand. I think they call it Sienna, right? Yeah. First time it's ever appeared on an NHL yeah. jersey. Which is and amazing. Let me make something clear. 
These are not ASU colors. No. A lot of people thought these were ASU I colors. I never crossed my mind. Not mine either. But I like, think I was, people like, are just pick... people are just trying to create a narrative that supports some like no, there were. I mean, there were fans here in Arizona. They're like, are, are they trying to mimic ASU? Also, even if they were, uh, I think that'd be pretty cool. Like, I am a. It'd be okay. Like, I think it'd be kind of cool if they. But these aren't ASU's colors. No, they're not. Yeah, but, he, so I, but like, even if they made a conscious decision to be like, we're gonna wear ASU colors at uh, at Mullet Arena. Like, I think that'd be kind of cool sure. to have crossover. As somebody sweaters. noted, like, if you're in the team shop, some a team shop for ASU stuff, it would pair nicely with it. Yeah, they're hanging yeah side exactly. by side, or you know. In the Coyotes case, it's going to be mobile trailers for. And a I mean, I'm going to put my face on here since I'm talking. I'm yeah, really talking. put your yeah, you face should. on. Um, the what's it called? The Arizona Diamondbacks sold Sun Devil colored hats that had the pitchfork on the side. So like, the crossovers aren't like that. It's not like it's out of the realm of possibility. I mean, they're playing in the same arena. They're, yeah. they're obviously partners in many ways. They yeah. have been. They've, they've had a pretty. good I just felt like when people were. Like not the Arizona, not the Arizona fans, but the people who are like, eh, it's the ASU. I don't know. That just always annoys me. But, <laughs> um, but I I like it. I mean, the they really outdid themselves with the purple reverse retro a couple years ago, or whenever that was. So Wait, it's really hard. They're to not top. Coyotes colors. Someone saying yes, they are. They the all these colors have been in the Coyotes color palette for a very long time. They're, they've been more subtle in designs, but these are definitely Coyotes colors. Literally, all of these colors have been in the Coyotes color palette for a while. There you have it. I really liked the details on this jersey. I, I love these. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I, I do mean, too. I want one. I, so I'm the, glad we're all on this. Coyotes. I've already I've already talked about the the leaping fox or leaping greyhound. You know, basically the greyhound <laughs> bus logo jersey <laughs> that they had at one point. As people, being, a lot of people on Twitter. Were, I know. Well, it's jerseys. Everybody's entitled to their. There's no right answers here, but in my no right opinion, answers. the Coyotes have just so consistently nailed their uniforms. They've had a lot of sweet uniforms. That's hard to do. Like a lot of times you get crushed. You see all the criticism from fans, but other than the the leaping fox or Greyhound bus <laughs> logo, I think the Coyotes have done it well. Yeah, they have. Um, so we can all agree we like the Coyotes reverse retro jersey. We may even have our hands on one here soon, just saying. Um, but let's go around the rest of the league. And this let's. is in no particular order. And Craig and Sean and I all have different opinions, and PD has sent in his too, so we'll read some of his. But let's start with the first one on the list, Sean. I feel like these are unanimously loved amongst us, the Los Angeles Kings. The Los Angeles Kings nailed this. <laughs> what do you guys like about this? Everything. I, yeah. <laughs> the I mean, logo, the colors. It's. I think this is a flawless jersey. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I love the details on the – I mean, the crown is like that iconic, you exactly. know, original logo, but the detail on it – the purple and the yellow, it's so unique for LA. Like, it's just, I just love it. It's unbelievable. Like, I'm going to go way back to my childhood, you know, when they had like black and white TVs and stuff. No, not that far. But <laughs> it's funny because earlier Lee and I were watching old highlights of, of, of Gila Floor. And mm -hmm. we, we, we was like, how do you even, how did you watch games on TVs like this? But the King <laughs> Unified. <laughs> We didn't know any better. We didn't have any better. But when <laughs> well, you didn't say you specifically for the record. You just said in general. How did kinda, it was just kind of implied. I'm always taking shots even if you're not there. But I remember these uniforms from so long ago. And every time they play the Blackhawks, because they were in the same division. It was the, well, it was the Western Conference yeah. then. I had envy for those jerseys. The crowns are just amazing. It's it's one of the best logos ever created in professional sports. I agree with you. This is a flawless jersey. Yeah. If it weren't the LA Kings, I might 
buy one. Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate because I just hate LA a yeah. lot. But um, for the second one, since you mentioned them, they're in a little bit of a pack because I think that they are very similar. Actually, just kidding because I don't know where they are. <laughs> um, Behind okay, the scenes. we're gonna go to a different one. Technical um, difficulties. <laughs> this one was a very controversial one amongst us, and we are definitely is definitely a. Uh, Generations, I guess, again, facing off against each other in their opinions of this. The okay, Florida Panthers. Okay. Florida Panthers. Why don't you guys go first? I know you like this. I have mixed feelings about this. Okay. And I'm going to read PD's comment about it too. I love these jerseys. Yeah. I think they are so fun. I think it's so unique. Like, there's hockey in South Florida. Like, let's embrace it. The palm tree, the sun, the hockey stick. I love it. Um, I think because I get you know, a franchise like the Toronto Maple Leafs or the Detroit Red Wings, which we'll get to those in a little bit. But, that you know, those are old franchises that have been around forever. The Florida Panthers are part of this newer group of NHL franchises, and I feel like that allows them some ability to have fun with this sort of thing. They're trying to grow their fan base. Florida has the same thing that Arizona has. There's a lot of transplants who live there. A lot of people who go to Florida games are, you know, team fans of other teams because they're from other places and to grow your young fan base and have something like this i think it's amazing yeah i think these just are incredible that logo is just so quintessential florida like just the big sun in the palm tree the the baby blue is just works so well with the the yellow red and navy sky blue yeah 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 i just i i don't think there's a single this is or ocean, almost a flawless yeah, yeah 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 yeah. this is almost a flawless jersey too oh here yeah like i said i have i, I go back and forth on this one because I, I hear all that you guys are saying but there's a side of me that's like this is like whenever there's a game in arizona on tv they're going to show a shot of a cactus like oh okay yeah that's all we have here they have cacti in arizona yeah. did you know well, I hey, mean, they have palm trees I, I, I in South be Florida fair, and sunshine. To be fair, the Coyotes jersey is also draped in mountains and I know cacti. But so. there's, I mean, what's what's the the primary thing there is though is the, the coyote, coyote yeah. though, right? Yeah, but that's because the Kachina is like because because yeah, the Kachina rocks. So it, it's almost like oh, uh, here's a palm tree, here's a hockey stick, and here's a sun. Oh, we're in Florida. I don't know. It, it in some ways it felt a little symbol to me, like. I could go buy this shirt off the rack at Target. Boo. But I, yeah, there's I go back and forth because yeah, fair. there's a side of me. That I, I appreciate I like you seeing to. both sides. Um, earlier today at our group text, I said, Florida is one of my favorites. And Petey said, Florida is one of your favorites. Favorite what? Hockey jersey or beach cover up with the <laughs> thumbs down <laughs> emoji. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's what Petey thinks about that one. Uh, <laughs> let's see what we have. Uh, next real time. quick, because I, I just noticed this detail on the Yotes one. Uh, like the actual Kachina head, the colors are flipped on too. Fun fact, because like the nice. head is the head is like the dark red and yeah, all of that. Oh, I throw okay, that there. there you um, have it. Next, the one that I was looking for originally, <laughs> and one that I think we all unanimously, unanimously hate: Detroit and Chicago. Okay, so first off, I know we used to be BFF. So what if we just put out the same jersey? <laughs> and then Detroit went and, and behind Chicago's back. And this is probably why they broke up in the first place and made their slightly better than the Blackhawks, which is just. God awful. I'm from Chicago. That jersey is horrific. Mark Lazarus, beat writer for the, the Athletic, made a good point today. The Blackhawks have had to come up with like 47 uniforms because they play in every winter classic, it seems. They play in all these special games. So it's hard to keep coming up with new ideas. But 
that ain't it. Detroit's is better. I don't like Detroit's, but it's better than the Blackhawks. Weren't there, do you remember the NFL when they had sweaters, when they were selling sweaters where it just said like bears and it yeah. was the same look? That's what I was going to say. This seems like off brand. Like it, it seems like oh, okay, it seems exactly. like when you go to like New York City and they have the hats that just have like NY on them and it's just very like not specific. That's what they like. They just slap Chicago on a on a blank jersey. Yeah, I, I hate the Chicago and Detroit's, but especially Chicago's. I just think you have two of the most iconic, amazing logos in not only hockey but all of sports. And yeah. To not even use it is just sad. Right. Um, yeah, Nicholas. It's a throwback to the '30s, right? I know, but, but yeah. Uh, Nicholas said, "I appreciate Detroit doing something different and putting black in there." But yikes, both are yikes. Both, right. uh, both have so little to work with. That's so. harking back to the '30s when we were in a depression, and they, yeah. We, yeah, exactly. They could make better looking. Chicago uniforms. specifically, like their logo has so many colors with the mm-hmm. feathers. I'm so like I, they, I feel like they had like Detroit. I understand, you know, you got a very simple logo. It's two colors. You got two colors on your jerseys. Yeah, that I understand a little bit, but Chicago seemed like a big miss to me. Yeah, agree. Personally, all right. Um, next, these are extremely controversial ones. I feel as well. I like them, but these are the Tampa Bay Lightning. I didn't even know that's what the back looked like. Yeah. So they got the waves and the crazy. If you're dudes. listening on audio too, I hope you're pulling these up on your phone as we yeah. talk about each one. Craig, you go first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't put that on. I would 100% wear this like into the office. Well, uh, if it wasn't a Tampa Bay jersey. Um, I love it because it's like a one-off thing. Like not a one-off, but it's not like their main. If this was their main jersey, I think this would be a little too much. But it's like a, every once in a while, like, oh, they're wearing a jersey with waves and lightning bolts on it. Like, I think that's pretty cool. I think it's like a it's, got, it's a very minor league feel. And I think it's cool for an alternate. I'm I keep going back and forth. I agree, Sean, like as just a unique thing. It's cool. It's there's a little bit much going on. I don't um, think it needs the raindrops. I'll say that. Yeah, I think if that was gone, I like the idea of the water. Yeah, I think the raindrops and then having the numbers on the back almost like blurred. Yeah. It's just a little much. Um, Petey had them in his worst category. This is I like this comment, actually. Why not have the wing wheel coming at you with both wings fully visible? I know where we had moved on, but that's that that's interesting. Oh, the, for the yeah. red wings? Like, like, yeah. Can you call Detroit, maybe advise them for next season? Because somebody's got to come up with a better idea than they had. Fun so. fact, this was that was kind of my dream at one point was to go into – I almost went to fashion school. So I could I wanted to be someone that designed like jerseys and stuff like that. Oh, all right. Fact, I'm here that. talking about sports. Yeah. Uh, Charles said it's so cringe that it kind of loops back to being cool. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Elizabeth that's, said that's a great way to put Elizabeth it. Elizabeth said it gives me Sharknado vibes. It's just, it is just like the so Florida true. Panthers one is is aggressively Florida, and then this is aggressively Florida in a different way. Yeah. Like I feel like so it just true. it fits very well. It's so true. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Uh, we've got the Boston Bruins, which is another one that I like. Okay, can I start? This yeah. bear looks like it knows something that I don't, and that's all I can think like about. It, it knows how to prevent wildfires, but it's not going to tell you. <laughs> oh, my God. That's all. Otherwise, I, I feel middle of the road about this one. I, I love the bear. Yeah, I, I honestly love the bear. The more I love, I love the bear too. And now, the more that I look at just the jerseys in total, I love them. I love, I love the, the detail. I love the big Bruins, like the full word Bruins across the shoulder, and I like just kind of the pattern along the bottom. 
And we've talked we talked about this the other day, Craig. I think it was with you. Um, the brown and yellow color scheme on jerseys. Yeah. I know you're not a fan of the Padres. I love it, and I love it here too. This is way better than the Padres. I, I also I agree there too. Way yeah. better than the Padres. Yeah, the Bear is a tremendous logo. Because I am. Yeah, you, you better be very careful if you're going to introduce brown into your color scheme. All right. What do we got? Myself off. Um, next one. This is a unanimously hated one. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Joel said it knows Marshawn is still a rat. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Um, this is another unanimously hated one. The Nashville Predators. Unanimous amongst us. Because. Wait, is this their regular uniform? Or yeah. is this their re- reverse retro? Like, it, it looks so much like the other one. Like, what'd you do? That's such a terrible logo, Come in my on, opinion. Nashville. It's just come on. Their their logo now is great, and they were just like, let's just try and make it different to be cool. And then the different they made, it just I don't like it. Yeah, I've always hated this. And also, I just yeah, your logo is a saber tooth. The Buffalo Sabers exist, and they have a saber for a mascot who's cooler than your dumb logo. (laughs) Yeah, I mean that could go back to the beginning, right? Like when you're when you're deciding that your nickname is going to be the Predators, okay? Yeah, yeah. What does that mean? You got to be pretty careful. I mean, you I can't have a, a human mascot that Barney yeah. when I think of Predator. So yeah. maybe that's what they should have done. <laughs> yeah. Hell of a lot more interesting. And also, yeah. it's just not very Tennessee, I feel like. They could have done something a little more. I know. Like, yeah. pay homage to the, your state. Yeah. At least. So, like, moonshine or something? Yeah. Well, literally. Dude, the, the, I'm, Nashville I'm not bootleggers, even the Nashville bootleggers would go crazy. <laughs> nice. like the, Nashville, the Nashville rockers, that could have gone hard. Uh, All right. Um, this is another one that I really like the Vegas Golden Knights. I like this one too. It, I, I know it's not Craig's favorite. Um, one thing about this, it is glow in the dark, which yes. just feels that part's cool. Very Vegas, which it, the intro in Vegas, what they'll be able to do yeah, with that in the dark. Like so cool. I know. I love this one. It like, it just evokes Las Vegas to me. It yeah. feels like Vegas and big lights. I really like this one. To be fair, they don't, they don't have much history. Well, so. uh, that's the thing, and I didn't I didn't include it in the pictures, but like you look at Seattle's, and it's just very basic. Like it's yeah. just got stripes but kind of in, in the big logo. Second year, and then the second year, Vegas is in a very similar position, but they actually tried to do something um, with their their jersey. Like I, I really like the Vegas across the chest. I like the black, gold, and red. It does feel very. If it wasn't for the shiny gold, very like Ottawa Senators esque the color scheme, like but. Otherwise, I really like it. I'm I'm down with the glow in the dark part. Yeah, but that part's the, other than that, I'm just like, oh, oh, where are they from? Where's this team play? Oh, Vegas. That's right. Thanks for telling me. <laughs> just, is it kind of just like middle for you? Yeah, just it's like just eh. whatever. All right, um, what do we got? We got one more, okay. and these ones are ones I feel very strongly about, and I know PD feels very strongly yes. about in the other direction. It okay. is, and they're they're very similar in a sense. Um, the Minnesota Wild and the San Jose Sharks both. Making nods to previous franchises in the North Stars and the Seals. Yeah. So, Petey, these are Petey's two favorites. Um, he said Buffalo was an honorable mention. And Shocking that he likes Minnesota. Yeah, right. He said, I like Minnesota and San Jose because they remind me of my childhood, North Stars and Seals. This, it is a, it, it, I, I love the Seals. I love the fact that there was a team yeah, called the same. Golden Seals. Yeah, that's unbelievable. But it, it just feels like, okay, here's the Seals jersey, just say sharks on Yeah, it. no, that's my thing. I just, these seem wildly uncreative and they literally just took logos from their old teams and then they just changed the color of their current logo type thing. Yeah. I think that the Seals jerseys are cool because they're old. The sh- but like on in on paper, like if you just gave me these jerseys with no context, I'd be like, these are some of the ugliest jerseys I've ever seen. Like the sharks font is ugly. I don't like how the powder 
like the light blue and the yellow work on the white. Not really, not like I feel like the Chargers are the only team that's made that work. And then I hate the yellow and green. It's just aggressive. I liked it on the North Stars, but I do not like it on the Minnesota Wild. Yellow and green were my high school's colors, so I have a soft spot. I can't have good feelings about the North Stars after the 91 playoffs, so sorry. Just Is that a Chicago Blackhawks yeah, moment? Of course it is. <laughs> I can tell you a long story about that, but suffice to say, I was in grad school and I put my foot through uh, uh, a trump. Oh. Oh. Yeah. What? Seems like an off, John off Casey the air stole, uh, stole a series from the President's Trophy winning Blackhawks. So, yeah, that was. It was <laughs> Where's a bad the cowbell? I need it. It's a bad moment. It for all me. comes full circle because the North Stars became the Stars and then the Stars stole the World Series Cup from the Buffalo, Buffalo Sabres. Sabres. <laughs> there it is. Who there also is. have. I didn't put him in here because I, I didn't want to get bullied. I didn't want to get bullied. But the Sabres jersey is decent. But the thing about them is that they, they if you didn't see them, they brought the goat head back, but they did the yellow and blue. But they already brought the red and black goat head back for this year. So it's just like now you just have two goat head jerseys in two different color schemes. It's just kind of like the North Stars and the Sharks to me. It's just you kind of just took an old jersey and just changed the colors. Uh, it doesn't really do a whole lot for me. All right. Any Absolutely. others you want to know? Well, only to criticize. <laughs> Go for it. Like the Flyers was so boring. Yeah. The Flyers but then they boring. did the pants. They did do the Cooperalls, which yeah. is cool. But they're well, they going to wear them for warm-ups? I yeah, want to see just them play warm-ups. Yeah, that's what I, want. I wanted to see them play. I thought that's what they yeah, were doing. Yeah, but what, even cool. if they wore them for warm-ups, it'd be sick. I had to stare at the Oilers jersey for like 10 minutes oh, before I figured out what was going on. I hate oh, the Oilers the oil, jersey. Derek? I, I don't mind it. Okay. them. I uh, they have it. like the, the, the oil drop, and they had those, but they were like just navy and silver I it was a creature at first. Really? It kind of looks like a Pokemon. Oh, that's it. I personally like it, but that's just me. I also really like the Dallas Stars. I, I just like how clean and kind of old they look. Um, and also, you have, I think, what would probably be an unpopular opinion amongst the followers on the Anaheim Ducks. Oh, I hate the Craig Ducks. hates all I think the Ducks uniforms have consistently been some of the worst uniforms in the NHL. That's wild to me because I the, the, the purple and turquoise – Team Solani era goes crazy. This is Leah's surprise taste. I'm shocked. I'm also shocked. I'm shocked. I The Ducks jerseys are iconic. Yeah. Again, for the same reason that I don't like the Sabres, it's the same thing. They're just the old Mighty Ducks logo with the black and orange now or brown and orange. And it's just kind of meh to me. All right. Well, one oh, more. We got one more. How do we feel about the return of the Gordon's Fisherman for the? <laughs> oh, Petey hated that. He had the Islanders in his bottom. Yeah, I don't really like it. I think it's the, them and the Rangers are just kind of like. Eh. Well, the Islanders have been braced. The Rangers this, looks this the logo same. that got just universally panned. And yeah, just gone back to it. I think they're thinking like, hey, the Coyotes logo was pan when it first came out maybe yeah. if we just keep I, going I back feel like it's, it's suddenly become cool it's probably a little bit of like a cult thing amongst islanders fans everyone hates it so much that they're just like embracing it i don't know i don't really like it, it like you said it, it looks like they're selling me fish sticks yeah that's hilarious um also like the toronto one looks the same yeah that the one's New tough one what are you gonna the do same like the only thing they just keep going back to the well yeah oh let's change the color of the jersey but do the same logo come on yeah. The only thing that the yeah. the Maple Leafs could have really done is if they went back to their like the Saint semi old like the the straight oh they could have done the the Saint Pat's yeah but I mean like the the straight lined Maple Leaf yeah. like the the flag leaf they could have done that but, but they did that in their outdoor game I think yeah plus yeah. the ones that they have the leaf they have now God cool. the Coyotes need an outdoor game could you imagine Sun Devils 
At Stadium? Sun Devil Stadium? That's where it has to be. Yeah, I Sun think that's the only option. What I mean, the jersey? Do, like, don't come the, at me at, with Chase or... No, 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 no. Yeah. Especially... Not going go back all the way back to, to Glendale. Not going back to Glendale. Yeah, and especially now that, you know, they're fostering this relationship with the exactly. city of Tempe. They have a great ASU. relationship with ASU. And it's the most iconic stadium in the city. Without question, Sun Devil Stadium is it. Imagine what an outdoor jersey oh. would be paying homage to Tempe, paying homage to the landscape with the mountains. We've like the Coyotes consistently nail their uniforms like this, their specialty uniforms. <sighs> I need it. Yeah, I want to see that. When when Austin Matthews comes here, they'll play exactly. They'll make yeah. Toronto come out here need for a little a star power. Game. That's not a knock on the current stars on the Coyotes, by the way. Um, <laughs> well, when they eventually have an outdoor game, I'm sure you can find your tickets for that on game time. But for now, we can dream, but you don't have to dream about buying your tickets on game time. There were tickets for the Cardinals game today. They were on there today for like $30. Unbelievable for a Thursday night football primetime game. You could have gone there. There's tickets for this weekend's game um, ASU hockey games um, on there. I saw $36 the other day. They're going to be even cheaper the day of. And then, of course, if you're planning on going to the Coyotes game anytime next week, definitely check out game time to buy your tickets. I saw cheap tickets for the November 1st game versus the Dallas Stars. If you want to see the reverse retros in action as well, um, you can see those dates. And I tweeted them earlier today and uh, go to those games. Use game time. It's the best place to buy tickets. You can save up to 60% on tickets, especially when you buy last minute. Um, great for not just sporting events, but concerts and shows as well. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in our description. So whether you're watching or listening, scroll down to the show notes, click on the link to buy your tickets. And then if you end up going to the Coyote's Home Opener, hang out with us before the game at Four Peaks. And if you can't get into the game, like we said, be at Four Peaks. Watch it with your fellow Coyotes fans on the giant screen because it is <laughs> the best place to watch Roaring Fork. The Coyotes should have Sky Harbor written on their jerseys for the outdoor game. That would be fun. <laughs> That'd be an amazing. Wouldn't it be amazing a jersey that just was like saying "f you" to all the haters? Could you imagine if they came out with like a a Houston or like a Quebec Nordiques jersey? Just like oh my, that shit would go hard. Yeah. Oh my god, with just like little references to all of the stupid storylines. Saying that so many times too, like when they name the streets around the arena, they should have like Quebec Street and Houston Avenue and whatever. They should have just. They should have made their reverse retro jerseys just. The Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> That's how that would have been hilarious. Just take it. Oh my god, I really, I love it. I, I really do. Um, well, <laughs> sorry, we only talked about the game for half the show, but you know, I'm not. Sorry. I'm not yeah, we're not actually that sorry. Um, thank you all for uh, participating in our reverse retro conversation. I'm sure it'll come up again, and then once we start to see them in person or on TV, it'll be really cool. Craig, what do you have coming out on the website? Uh, I'm going to ASU actually tomorrow night. I'm going to. Craig's finally this. going to the mullet. I'm gonna be in mullet for the first time. Yes, since since it opened, no, officially opened. Yeah, to to watch them play Colorado College. Hopefully, see the Sun Devils get back on track. I had a story up today talking about their offensive woes. It's really weird actually to see them struggling to score after the way they scored last <laughs> season. But there are a number of reasons why, and you know, I I think it's too early to actually even pass judgment on them. A lot of new faces, new building that they're trying to adapt to. A lot of emotion. Yeah, very much. Some bad luck. Uh, there, there are a lot of things that haven't gone right so far for ASU, but they're still right there. Like you think about that first uh, trip that they took to uh, 
Minnesota Duluth. Just they're a disallowed goal away from being yeah. 500 and probably in pretty good standing in pairwise. So yeah. there's, there's plenty of time right now. Yeah. Uh, Shane. Wow. Okay. Hey. We just got that Buffalo, the Buffalo Sabres. Sabres. They're a wagon. <laughs> Rasmus Dahlin. Told you they're going to bust out at some point. Four goals in four games. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, history for the longest streak from a defenseman of consecutive games to score a goal to open a season. Wow, card team. Oh, my goodness. Um, I just want to read wagon. this from Nicholas really quick. Nordique's jersey in ASU colors. Screw him. <laughs> or if it's just like an X through it or something. <laughs> Quebec, LOL. Literally, please. Actually, <laughs> this would be really funny. I, we should do like a a, co a competition. There's no prize, but just for fun in the Discord and on Twitter, just like the jersey you can think of that would be the biggest F you to the haters. The Coyotes Winter Classic jersey. What should it say? What should it say? And, and how can you make it the biggest F you to the haters? I, I want it to be really subtle and be like a nice jersey, but along the sleeves, just throw like the, the floor in there and then some like kind of Houston some symbology and just put like little logos along the sleeves that are just subtle nods to the people that I try to it. screw over. I truly love ASU. it. I love or, it. Um, I sorry, <laughs> sorry to veer off course there. If you want to read Craig's stories, become a member at gophnx.com. Sign up for an annual membership. Grab a shirt from the locker. I'm wearing my Cardinal shirt. Craig's wearing his PHNX flag shirt, which is an amazing classic. We got Cody, the Sun Devil, the Josh Doan shirt. Support Josh. Buy his shirt from the PHNX Locker. It's awesome. Um, so check it out. And you can also join our members-only Discord when you become a member as well, which has been a lot of fun, especially on game nights. But we talk hockey in there often. And we also have some events that are just available to members at first. And so far, everything we've done with that has sold out. So lots of great reasons to become a member. Craig, is there anything else you want to add before we head out? No, let's get out of here. Yeah, let's get out. And hope for uh, a more enjoyable outcome next time for yeah. all of you. Yeah, let's uh, really quickly just look ahead at what we have uh, coming up. We got the Ottawa Senators Saturday at 1 p.m. Oh, the Jacob Chikrin sweepstakes begin. Yep. He's with the team now, by the way. So. Yeah, yeah, I forgot to mention that. With the team, so should be interesting. I'm sure we'll hear nothing about that on Saturday. Oh, um, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh Oh. <laughs> Tragic. Um, in case you didn't know, Columbus Blue Dragons have been relocated to Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> if you're watching so. this on YouTube, just don't mind that typo. <laughs> uh, Columbus, and then they finally come home. It is a 7:30 game, so for that 4:30 event at Four Peaks, plenty of time to grab some brews. I promise you, they'll be cheaper at Four Peaks than inside Mullet. Um, that Winnipeg game next Thursday. So that's what's ahead. And then, of course, the moment people want every day on the show, it's the punch card. Let's take a look. Four games closer to 82. <sighs> yeah. And we got, we're back to the losses. 78 to go. 78 to go. Four down, 78 to go. We'll be in it together. Thank you all for tuning in to Pack Therapy, for listening along. It seriously just makes it so much easier to get through all of these games. HK till draft day. If you know, you know. <laughs> we'll be, we'll have an audio episode for you tomorrow. We're going to feel a little hopeful, check in on some coyotes prospects and prospects that may be coyotes prospects one day <laughs> it's not too early to think about that i don't think and then we'll be live again on saturday after the ottawa senators game so subscribe to the phnx sports youtube channel also hang around on here and check out the cardinals post game show um, they'll be live right after the thursday night football cardinals game if you're interested in that as well so follow phnx sports across all social platforms tiktok instagram if you're on there Follow it and then please follow at PHNX underscore coyotes on Twitter. Help us boost our following. PD finally danced. We have to punish Sean next. 
Let us know what you think he mm. should do. We got to get to 4,000 Twitter followers. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. It can't be food related because Sean will eat anything. That's We've true. have proven that. Fact. Make bot accounts. Whatever you have to do. Whatever you have to do. So um, we'll be back live Saturday. Audio episode tomorrow. Like and subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for watching, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday night. And we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.